hello hello party people it is val in the house by herself oh all by myself yeah um yeah so it's solo val this week if you didn't know my name is val i'm one of half of cannabis redefined it is just me though this week because Kayla was living her best life in Miami this past week as she should. The girl works so hard. Here in the studio we always preach work hard so you can play harder as 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 you all know. Um so this week I wanted to kind of introduce you guys to myself. I we realized that uh, you know, so last week you met Kayla. This week you all meet me. We realized that we kind of jumped into it, and you don't really know us if you don't listen to our individual podcast, Twenty What Podcast. You may not know much about, you know, us as individuals. So my name is Val. It is short for Valerie. I was born on August tenth, nineteen. No, I'm just kidding. Nineteen ninety six. I'm a Leo. Leo Sun, Cancer Moon, Sagittarius Rising, and I'm the shit. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but if there's something you don't know about me, it is that. I am pretty damn gay. I have a girlfriend. You know, I like to lick the... Anyway, pretty gay. Um, And I was thinking to myself, I was like, hmm, I want to introduce to them what, like, my favorite strains are, like, talk about, like, little things like that. But I also think that... You know, that you see those memes when you're a kid that it's like, don't smoke weed, kids. It makes you gay. And I'm like, hmm, is there really a, a crossover between cannabis culture and, and queer culture? And so I found a few articles that talked about uh, the many similarities between movements, um, like the movements for the LGBTQ community or um, between the cannabis liberation Um and but before that, I just want to like reiterate that like it is Pride Month. Happy June, Happy Pride Month. Um, we wouldn't have Pride without Black trans women. If you want to hear a little bit more about that, um, go listen to this week's Twenty What. I did go into the origins of Pride a bit on that episode. But yeah, Pride wouldn't be what it is without Black trans women. It would not be what it is. It, it Stonewall started as a riot. You know what I mean? And we do have to remember that every Pride. But I, I want to focus this week on just like the similarities between the two. Um, so one article, I, I have a few. I have one from Leafly and then I have one from the Daily Trojan. <laughs> Wrap it up. Um, and this, the one from Leafly is literally titled, Is Weed Gay? An abbreviated cultural history. And I have some notes just on it. One study from this article says that queer people consume cannabis as at a higher rate than straight and cis people. And I don't know about you, but every almost every lesbian I know, except for my girlfriend, is a stoner. They're either a stoner or weed gives them anxiety. There's like literally no in between. I, I don't think I've ever met a lesbian that hasn't even at least tried weed. Um, and I don't know if maybe that has any correlation between a lot of the times, like the queer kids being a little bit of the outcast, maybe in like high school. Like I know I was kind of like on the sidelines, hang with the theater kids, like smoking weed, a little bit of an outcast, not so much like with the popular cool kids drinking. Not that the queer people cannot be cool. Um, I think that there were definitely different queer people in different cliques in high school. You got like the, the, the theater gays, but then you probably also had like the volleyball gays, the softball gays, all that fun stuff. Oh, I wish that I could go back to high school and be a softball gay. But again, I was just a stoner in high school through um, and through. So both cannabis and um, queer culture, um, you know, the, the history of same-sex couples date back to ancient societies. Um, in ancient societies like the Greeks, the Romans, and the Egyptians, um, there were a lot of pictures and 
um, like hieroglyphics and such and historical um, historical evidence of same-sex couples being depicted, as well as cannabis use um, can be dated as far back as early as 2737 BC. I don't know how you would say that, 2737 BC in Central Asia. Um, and both the LGBTQ community and the cannabis community have more than their ancient history in common. They have been unfairly demonized in the public forum. And then the cannabis prohibition and then the L- anti-LGBTQ policies that have been used for modern um moral imperatives instead of like intentional political choices so uh, uh, at translation and like to sum it up so cannabis people going against cannabis and people being fucking homophobic is just like people thinking that they have a moral high ground over you right you know those people that think they're better than you because they don't smoke a joint it's like okay you smoke you drink an entire bottle of wine at night susan and 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 my joint is going to make me go to hell. That's not That's not how it works. You know, it, I just always find it so ironic that the people who are bashing, bashing gay people are also the ones that are like, love thy neighbor, love thy neighbor. It just, it just make it make sense, make it make sense. Um, so today the, the majority of Americans support both of the rights of queer people and comprehensive cannabis legalization. According to this study, 76% of Americans say that they're pro-LGBTQ, while the 68% of Americans support cannabis legalization, which is honestly much higher than I thought, 68% supporting cannabis legalization. Well, um, let's get that up there and remember that uh, cannabis legalization with that needs to come um, the exoneration of people who are wrongfully incarcerated for cannabis charges. Yeah. Yeah, so with that needs to, those two need to come together. Okay, moving on to the other article. It says, to be blunt, cannabis culture prides itself on LGBTQ activism. (laughs) The first line of this article is, weed is for the gays and girls only. Sorry, I don't make the rules. Um, but basically it, it just keeps going on to talk about how it's been emblematic of the resistance. You know, cannabis has always been kind of like a little bit for the rebels, you know what I mean? And with this in mind, the cannabis movement, it, it doesn't come as a surprise that that and the gay rights movement were, they're heavily intertwined. Most of the connection is cannabis as a treatment for, um, AIDS, which disproportionately affected the LGBTQ community, especially before, um, during like the epidemic and before, you know, like prep and all of that stuff came out. Um, federal and local governments own unwillingness to acknowledge the virus's existence and effect on the community and effect on the community deemed it expendable because the, they didn't really give a shit that the gay men were dying. You know what I mean? Um, but cannabis did uh, come into that forefront and it, you know, intertwined to help it. Cannabis is, is medicinal. Um, so yeah. Uh, patients with AIDS turned to cannabis for relief, both from the disease itself and from the drugs that they were prescribed, which were often just as harmful to them as, you know, the AIDS itself. Uh, Um. According to demographics, uh, bisexual women of all queer folk are uh, the most likely to be stoners. Apparently, out of all of the demographics, bisexual women smoke the most weed. Raise your hand if you're not surprised by that. I'm not surprised. I don't know why, but that just sounds about right, that bisexual women would smoke the most weed. Um, 
Yeah, so that's, like, I just wanted to, like, talk about that really quick, like, the intertwine of cannabis culture and weed, because I think it's, it is interesting, and, you know, maybe, maybe they are right. I, I did smoke a lot of weed in high school. I have smoked a lot of weed in my day, and I am very gay, so maybe that's why. Oh, my God. Does weed make you gay? I'll come back to you. I'll come back to you on that. Um, I smoked weed for the first time when I was 15. I was a stoner all throughout high school. My best friend, Em, and I, we used to have this bong that we shared together. His name was Sid. And we used to, we had rules that we wrote on a piece of paper, and they were called the Sid Ked Rules. Um, and one of them was respect the tombs because we wrote the word tunes, but we were really high, so we wrote an M. Um, so those were the Sid Ked Rules. So... I, I highly encourage you that you write a, if you get a bong and you share it with your best friend, make some rules for that bong. I think that, yeah, the, the rules were like respect the tombs, um, always have the snacks, um, it's okay to cough, um, yada, yada, yada. Uh, yeah, those were, th- those were the good old days. I, I've also smoked out of some questionable things in my day, and I've smoked with some questionable people. It, it's amazing to me that when we were like, in high school, we would just smoke weed with whoever had it. Like, I would be hanging out with people who were, like, seven years older than me just because, you know, we could smoke weed in the back of their Chevy Impala. Like, I don't, I don't even think I was in the back. I was probably in the back of, like, a, like a Kia Sorento. Like, I have no idea. But, yeah, so I would smoke, like, I've smoked out of a Four loco can. I've smoked out of it's not a, I've smoked out of water bottles that you, you would take the water bottle, take the cap off, put some tinfoil on it. Don't get any ideas from this. This is so bad for you. Poke some holes in the top and then you'd burn a rush in the back and then you'd burn a hole in the bottom and you would put the weed in the top and we would smoke like straight up mids. That's what we would call our weed was mids. It was like, when I grew up, I, I would smell bad weed. I'm like, oh my God, that smells like weed from like high school. And then I realized I'm like, oh, I'm not smoking that. That's just shit weed. That's just shit, shit weed. All of my money went to weed in high school. I worked at this like greasy, greasy pizza place. Like so greasy that they would smoke cigarettes in the in the kitchen where the pizza boxes were. I was the takeout girl. And you know, I'd make anywhere from like 40 to $100. And I spent almost all of that money on marijuana. But you know, you know, high schoolers, what are you gonna do? Now my question is, puff, puff, pass, that's what it's supposed to be, right? But, you know, if you're smoking a blunt and say you need to take baby hits, it's okay for it to be puff, 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 pass. It's okay. We don't we don't shame here. What, what matters is that you're not hogging the blunt. We're not hogging the blunt. Also, you guys are going to be so proud of me, okay? It may be partially because I did have an asthma attack that ended me in the hospital, but I haven't smoked cigarettes in a very long time. So spliffs are no longer my favorite method of smoking. I'll do, although I do like a blunt because I do enjoy a little bit of tobacco here and there, but clearly my lungs do not. Um, I would have to say my new favorite method of smoking is a bowl or edibles because I'm really not supposed to be smoking that much right now, um, but I've been cutting down a, a lot. Um, I think we need to do a whole episode on tea breaks and have it force me to take one because I do not want to admit how long I have not taken a tea break for. Like I haven't gone a week without smoking weed in like two years, in like a year, at least a year. Uh, I don't know. It's bad. Um, so yeah, if anyone has any tips for tea breaks or is it just like, do I just have to grow a pair? 
Let me know. Let me know. Um, so yeah, I say it can be puff, 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 pass. Do you always pass to the left? Yes. Just make it easier. It's like when you're walking in a store and you see someone coming to you, you go to the right of them, right? Like you go to the right. You don't, you don't like that way you don't dance. Although sometimes it is fun to dance with a stranger. Uh, you don't like go back and forth. You just, you go to the right and then the other person goes to the right. And then it's like, it's like fucking traffic. Oh my God. That reminds me. I was on my way to the studio this morning, guys. I almost got in a head-on car accident by a fucking twat monkey driving a Kia Soul. Fuck you and your Kia fucking Soul. Fuck you. Sorry. That person literally almost killed me today. I'm driving on the highway. This jackass doesn't check his blind spot and starts merging. And I see him. And I'm like, it's like slowly happening. I'm like, is this is this happening right now? And I go, beep, beep, beep. But my my Honda CRV does not sound as aggressive as I wanted to. So it's more like, beep, beep, beep. And yeah. And then I'm like, I had to like check the right lane to make sure I wasn't going to swerve into anyone because he almost like sideswiped me and crushed me on a, like my driver's side. The, fuck you and your Kia Soul. Fuck you. God, I need to smoke some weed. Um, yeah, that's a little stressful though. Boston traffic is just not for the faint of heart, honestly. Um, don't smoke and drive because you could not do Boston traffic. That would be crazy. Also, don't smoke and drive because like bad. Um, do you always pass to the left? Yes. Uh, favorite things to watch and do when stoned. Okay. Hiking down a mountain when you're stoned, immaculate, immaculate. And I'm, I'm going to tell you why you don't do it before you go up. Say you, you smoke a, a, a big doobie before you hike like a two-hour hike. You're going to get burnt out not only from hiking but from like the come down of the weed probably like an hour, hour and a half in. And it's not going to be like hiking up is fun-ish, but it's not as fun as obviously like the peak and coming down, at least in my opinion. So my advice, don't smoke. When you get to the top, pop an edible really quick or bring like a like a tiny little chillum or um, something that's not going to leave behind any trace. Uh, a chillum is probably your best bet, especially if like the mountaintop is um, really windy. Um, do that, smoke it at the top, find a little like cove where you can get away from the wind because most mountaintops are windy. Smoke your joint, you know, enjoy the view. Uh, if you're afraid of heights or you get like weed anxiety, just don't smoke altogether on top of a mountain. But I like to smoke a little bit at the top and then I like to hike down. I love hiking down mountains when I'm high. And that way I don't get burnt out on the way up. And when you're going down, like you get, I like can get in my own little like concentration zone. I have to make sure it's like a nice, like little indica or indica. I mean, not indica, a nice little sativa hybrid. Um, and that way, by the time you get down, if you do get burnt out, you're already going to be exhausted from the hike anyway. And you are going to have the best nap or sleep of your life. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, I love kayaking when I'm stoned. Guys, I have my own kayak. She doesn't have a name yet. She's blue with a blue paddle, and I have a blue life vest to match. Mm, we love her. So cute. Get a kayak. You don't need to hang out with any, like, stinky Trumpies this this summer. I got a boat. I got you, baby. I like to smoke in a swing or in a hammock. I used to have a swing in my room. It fell, and it's the second time it fell. And every time it falls, uh, just a little bit of my heart breaks a little bit more because I'm like, what did I do? You know, like it, there's nothing a little bit more degrading or makes you feel a little bit bad about yourself is when you sit in a, a chair or a swing and it breaks. Um, so yeah, I do like swings, smoking and swings or hammocks. I have a to-go hammock, <laughs> a to-go hammock. I'm at work way too much. Would you like your hammock for here or to-go? Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I have a, a hammock, that, like a portable hammock that I really wish I packed because I'm going to the lake with my girlfriend right after I record this. Um, but my favorite way to smoke a joint, I am a slut for sunsets. I love sunsets. I love nothing more than posting up on the beach, on the lake, on the pond, anywhere, and just smoking a joint, maybe setting up my hammock and and watching the sunset. When it was quarantine, I I went to the beach every single day. And I, I said, don't smoke and drive, but I would literally like go, like get takeout or bring my dinner. I'd park there and I'd be there for like three hours. I would smoke as soon as I get there, like chill, watch the sunset for like an hour and a half. And then I would like, like chill, wait for it to get completely dark. Sometimes I would wait to see if the stars came out and then I would drive home. That is what got me through quarantine. I did that almost every night. How lovely is it now looking back that I had, you know, that like two month period of my life where I was able to, to seek out a sunset every day. And I know that sounds so cliche, but you know, I was sitting in my room the other day and I was thinking to myself like, damn, I actually kind of miss quarantine and maybe that was just like me being really tired like yesterday I worked an 11 hour shift and like those are the days that make me miss uh miss quarantine for sure but it's crazy to think that we had all that free time and and we didn't know what to do with it and we kind of felt overwhelmed by it but now that most of us are back to normal life and normal work I I think we knew we were gonna miss it too um so yeah sunset joints definitely have my heart the, um, I also just love to watch TV when I'm stoned. I love watch. Sometimes I like watching Criminal Minds and like scary things. And then other times I'm like, Ooh, and I get like really paranoid, especially because I live alone. The amount of times that I've like called my friend or called my mom or called my girlfriend and been like, um, I think there's someone in my house when in reality, I literally just live in a hundred year old rickety ass barn. Like, of course I'm going to hear things. Um, but I'm just like, I'll get high. And, like, it's the high paranoia, you know I, what I mean? I, I'll, like, be walking around my house or I'll get home from work and I'll smoke and I'll be like, oh, my God, I forgot to check the closets. I forgot to see if there's a murderer in my shower. And I literally will, like, go ho- get home from work and just make sure that there's nobody hiding anywhere. Um, but, you know, better safe than sorry. Um, I think I've gone through them a few times, but my favorite strains, just so you know, in case you just want to know more about me, in case you want to get me a birthday present, August 10th, 1996. Um, I like Tropicana cookies. That's me and Kayla's favorite strain collectively. Um, cookies, just like in general, like cookies is like the the big one. And then there's like Tropicana cookies and then like cookies and cream. I love cookies and cream as a bedtime strain. Pineapple Express, Blue Dream, any sort of like glue. I like strawberry glue a lot. Um yeah, those are those are pretty much my favorite strains. Uh, Kayla really likes mimosa. I also like mimosa. That's a good one for uh, concentration. And normally, again, like as I would say, the my favorite method of smoking used to be a spliff, but uh, I had an asthma attack. Uh, that COVID's no joke, guys. My lungs are not the same. So like, take care of yourselves. If you need to take a break from smoking, like don't be like me and end up in the hospital. Like take your break. Uh, COVID killed my lungs. So I don't want to hear anybody say that it's not real um, because it was, it still is. And the long-term effects, we don't really quite know all of them, but I know that my lungs have not been the same since I got it. Um, Yeah. And um, now we know I'm a severe asthmatic. Yay. Um, My favorite color is yellow. I like weed. I like, um, I've been smoking weed for a long time and it helps with my anxiety. Um, but yeah, that's like, that's me mostly. And I just kind of wanted to introduce you guys to myself, talk about queer culture a little bit and within the cannabis community and 
maybe weed does make you gay and that's okay. That is a-okay because you are perfect the way you are, my little queer angels. Um, I love you so much. I can't wait be- to be back in the studio with Kayla. Um, if you want to follow me on my personal social media, it is Val Eats Veggies on Instagram or on TikTok. I am at Wumbro. Make, Make sure you-, you follow us at Canna Redefine, powered by Connected Marketing. Make um, sure you follow us on Instagram at Canna Redefine. You can see our own, me and Kayla's regular podcast at 20 What Podcast. Um, you can find us on all like all streaming platforms and also on uh, social medias at 20 what pod. And yeah, make sure you give us a follow at can redefined and I miss Kayla. I miss you guys. Uh, I will talk to you guys soon. And as always, goodbye and stay high.